0: Your way, they give.
1: We are so glad to have you with us tonight. I, oh, I'm on. You see how I have to have my reading glasses? You like that? <laughs> it, yeah, I like that. We'll take that. Well, hi, everyone. I missed you guys. Yeah. You, um, so, you know, our daughter graduated Sunday, so we weren't here. So, But I heard it went really, really well. So, I was glad to hear that. I was going to watch, but I was pretty busy, so sorry. (laughs) I was making food. So So we're going to go ahead and um, do the the offering first, okay? Um, Chamberlain, you need a mic. Okay, so Chamberlain's going to go ahead and pray for it, and then we'll take up offering.
0: Uh, We're doing a separate offering at the end for... uh...
1: Yes. We're going to do a separate offering at the end for our guest speaker. So,
0: uh, Father God, we just pray over the tithe and offering this evening, Lord. I pray that we give with a cheerful heart, Father. Lord, I remind us that what we're giving tonight, Lord, you first gave to us, Lord. And it's our chance to give back to you, Father. God, I just pray over the seed that we give tonight, Lord, that it brings good fruit. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Get on down.
1: All right, you guys, so i got a couple of announcements, um, so we have baptism this Sunday. Yay, that's so exciting! So we've got baptisms again this Sunday, and next steps, um, there's a sign up, I believe it's in the back, right, Out. okay, there's a sign up, you can still have time for that, so we've got that going on, um, I haven't, have we seen the weather, is it gonna be warmer than last time? We did um, a baptism out in the front lawn, and it was a little chilly. So, but that's okay, they still did it. So we're gonna do it again. Hopefully we'll have a little bit warmer weather. Um, And then also the youth hangout next Wednesday is gonna start. So we're gonna start those monthly youth hangouts. Um, uh, So next Wednesday during church, it's fifth through 12th grade. And that's gonna be, are we in June already? yeah we'll be in june wow <laughs> the year will be almost half over i don't know how that happened but anyway so yes so remember that we'll do that next um we'll start that next wednesday so we have an exciting night tonight you guys are you guys excited so we have a very special guest or guests i should say we have pastor um Mark Dunphy and his wife Debbie. They're here. Um, They've been, they were over at the main campus Sunday and then you were in Ottawa last night. Ottawa, which I think that's north. (laughs) I don't know, but that's where they were. So they're with us tonight and then they'll be um, with Pastor Phil and Regina tomorrow night. So they're just getting all over Ohio, right? So I wanna tell you guys just a little bit about him for those of you who don't know. So Pastor Mark is a mentor to pastors, okay? That's what he does, that's who he is. Um, he and his wife, um, Debbie, travel tens of thousands of miles each year, is that, is that fair to say? That's fair? To say, to win souls and healing the sick. Um, So he preaches the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what he does, right? This is his most important calling. He married his high school sweetheart, Debbie. High school sweet, how long have you guys been together then? Wow, 43 years, 42, 42. But that's a long time. That's excellent. Um, Kyle and I only have 27 this year, so we're a little behind you. So we'll catch up. They have four children, Ben, Candy, Billy Joe, and Marky. Oh, this who are all serving the Lord, which is the best news of all, Right. Right. So, for 13 years, Mark led a vibrant international church called The Gathering Place just across from New York City and founded a homeless ministry called Jericho Road. Um, But before that, he spent 12 years pastoring in the state of Maine. In the state of Maine. Cold. Okay. (laughs) Huh? Snow. Lots of snow. Um, Mark calls himself a country boy who is called to the city. Uh, Mark would pastor again if the Lord told him to, but he really believes he'll spend the rest of his life being evangelist, which I'm grateful for. So, He has a great love for pastors and feels called to stand behind them in their vision. So if you guys will just welcome him tonight as he comes up, him and Debbie both, I would thank you so much. Thank
2: you. God bless you. Amen. What a blessing to be here tonight. Yeah, you want your glasses. Yes, I probably will need those. Amen. What a, what a blessing. Praise God. Can I just, I think I saw strawberries back there. Like, could I like read the 23rd Psalm and we go eat? Praise God. That's just a joke. Amen. What, what a beautiful church. What a beautiful group of people. And we thank God for all of you. Amen. Let's raise our hands. Jesus, we just praise you. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. And we just ask you, we thank you for this pastor and his wife. Lord, what you're doing in this house. And we praise you for it, Father. Lord, tonight, let something be imparted that is supernatural. In Jesus' name, amen. Debbie Dahl, come on up here. Amen. We thank God. You can bring them books with you. Praise God. And this, I don't know if that piano's on, but we'll get it on. If it's not, praise God. I met Debbie in seventh grade waiting for the bus. And uh, we thank God for her. She's a blessing. You know, Grant, this, this, she's a young-looking grandma. Hallelujah. And we thank Jesus for her. Amen. One time, I'll tell you a funny story, the last time we were in Ohio, she was in Sydney going out to get us a pizza or something, and a guy pulled up beside her at a stoplight, and we had New Jersey plates on our truck then, and he said, roll your window down, he said, are all the ladies in New Jersey as pretty as you? So, you know, that was kind of nice. I'm glad he didn't pull up and say, thank God someone else has got her, not me, hallelujah. Amen. Maybe I shouldn't have said that, but it was funny. I enjoyed it. Debbie, we go to the piano there? Praise God. You know, you can feel the presence of the Lord here. And Jesus is getting ready to do something wonderful. You all sing so good. I mean, super good, really good. You want to all come on the road and travel with us? Praise God. I'd have to get a bigger vehicle. Praise God. I want to just sing a little song about the blood of jesus oh precious is the flow amen that's what saved us isn't it the blood of jesus amen oh oh one a little lower i think oh precious is the flow that makes me white as snow no other found I know nothing but the blood of Jesus what can wash away my sin nothing but the blood of Jesus what can make me whole Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow, no other found. Nothing but the blood of Jesus Sing that line again Nothing but the blood of Jesus Hallelujah, I know it was the blood I know it was the blood I know it was the blood for me one day when i was lost jesus died on the cross i know it was the blood for me i said he rose up from the dead he rose up from the dead he rose up from the dead for me one day when I was lost, Jesus died on the cross. I know it was the blood for me. I said, I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood for me. One day when I was lost, Jesus died on the cross. I know it was the blood for me say this hallelujah say this say i'm covered by the blood say it again i'm covered by the blood praise god we're so glad to be here and i love your pastor so much amen amen that's a little tippy right there amen god bless you i don't think that's a spiritual sign or anything you know i don't i don't think that's uh, you know god's way of showing us that the word preached tonight is gonna tear things up (laughs) Ah, praise god i don't know if you like to read praise god but god called me to write that little book right there is called the stealing of a healing How to be Forever Healed. And if you'll read that book, it'll help you. Debbie, would you come stand beside me? Amen. And that book right there will be a blessing. This book here is called Divine Promotion. God is getting ready to promote this church. God's getting ready to promote you people. And it's little things that get you promoted. Have you ever wondered why some people are promoted and some aren't? Read that book. It'll be a blessing to you. Praise God. There's another one living in the land of more than enough. I used to be so broke. I was supernaturally broke. You couldn't I couldn't. I was so broke. I couldn't pay attention. Hallelujah. I've literally gone behind my wife before down grocery store aisles with a calculator and said, you've got too much tomato soup, you got to put some back on the shelf. And that wasn't Campbell's, it was Brand. store brand. I mean, broke. One time I drove a car that was such a junk, and uh, someone run into it and scraped the whole side of it. And it hit every panel. And when I found out the insurance company would give me seven hundred and some dollars, I thought I had won the lottery. Hallelujah, <laughs> amen. I didn't even fix it. I was like, "Oh, hit it again." Hallelujah. It was an old war out Lincoln Continental with a eight-body trunk. Hallelujah. I mean, uh, but blessed is better. <laughs> Go ahead and live in the land of more than enough. This book is called The Evangelist. It's a story of two preachers. And you ought to just read that book. It'll bless you. This book is called Seed and Soil. Seed won't do much without soil. Soil won't do much without seed. We have a tent ministry, we've got a brand new tent Jesus gave us, and we're believing God for a truck to haul our 20-foot trailer across America. Someone gave us a 20-foot trailer, and uh, they said, if you can believe God for something to haul it, we'll give you the trailer, hallelujah. So we thank Jesus for that. Amen. We do more tent meetings now than anything else, but we love to go to churches This book's called Financial Healing. You know, you don't have to have much money to love it. Hallelujah. But if you love money more than you love Jesus, you need financial healing. If you can't pay your bills, you need financial healing. If money is first before God, you need financial healing. In this book, you'll learn why God wants you blessed how the vision of the church is affected by money, how money and the winning of souls are linked together, how to see yourself blessed regardless of circumstances. You'll learn about the law of association and impartation. And one more thing, you'll learn about the goodness of God and how he loves you even more than you love your own children. Praise God. Amen, Debbie Dahl, thank you for being here tonight, praise God, hallelujah, Jesus is so good to us, this church is going somewhere, God's getting ready to do something here that's powerful, and I want to tell you something about your pastor, the more you get to know him, the better you're going to like him, praise God. Uh, would you say that sister pastor Ann? <laughs> the more you get to know him the better you're going to like him and his wife is a wonderful woman of God amen I got a picture of a granddaughter that's one year old and she's so cute I'll show you your picture after church if you beg me hallelujah you don't have to beg me but this church I know it's older than a year but you're just getting started I said, you're just getting started. Don't you wish 25 years ago you'd have bought $1,000 a Walmart stock? Hallelujah. Don't you wish uh, 20 years ago you'd have bought some Amazon? Praise God. You're going to be glad you invested in this church for the glory of God. Amen. And the Lord gave me a message for you tonight. It's on judgment no it's not praise God now I I know judgment is coming but uh, we're going in the rapture but I do have something from the Lord when I first started traveling early in our ministry I only had about two sermons praise God and only one of them really had much kick to it but uh, the Lord ha- has given us messages for churches and i've got a message for you tonight i want you to turn to first corinthians the 13th chapter and i just believe between now and midnight god's gonna do something powerful hey, you don't you get kind of quiet on me there it won't be till midnight unless jesus wants us to stay but hallelujah in first corinthians amen the 13th chapter and the 13th verse. The Lord's been dealing with me about something, and I want to share it with you. Take your Bible and hold it up and say, I believe the Word. Say it again. Say, I believe the Word. Say, the Word is working mightily in me, and I have ears to hear what the Spirit says to the church. You know i forgot to tell you how much the books cost they cost whatever the lord speaks to your heart to give us what debbie can take uh, potato chips donuts cookies amen credit cards a check don't you wish they'd do that at walmart just get whatever you want and whatever the lord puts on your heart but uh, that's the way we feel to do it and uh, you whatever you give us we'll use it to win souls The Bible says and now right now say now now abideth faith hope charity these three but the greatest of these is love now abideth faith hope and love these three but the greatest of these is love I want to teach you tonight on the greatest of these is love the love of God being shed abroad in your heart and in your life is a sign that you're really saved it's a sign that the holy spirit is working in your life i'm looking this crowd over tonight and i don't see any mean people if you're meaner than a junkyard dog you're hiding it well praise god but i want to say that the most outstanding trait about your pastor is he has a shepherd's heart he has a heart filled with love you know i've met some people they were might he's a great preacher i don't know that i've heard him preach i don't know If you're going to have a 60-voice choir, I hope you do. But the greatest thing for this church is to walk in love. And your pastor loves you people. Do you know a pastor's heart? You can hire a preacher, but you can't hire a pastor's heart. Pastors with a pastor's heart, they come from God. Years ago, there was a great pastor in Dallas, Texas, named George W. Truett. He had a big church, and Baylor University wanted him to come and be the president of their university. And do you know he wrote them back? And he said, I have sought and found a pastor's heart, and I cannot come. Oh, it's a I've sought and found a pastor's heart. I cannot come. It's a great thing to have a pastor's heart. It's, and your pastor has it. Listen. We could have someone with a head full of hairspray and a heart full of pride come in here. And in six weeks, you nice people would be fist fighting in the aisles. Hallelujah. Amen. If a fight breaks out tonight, I'm getting behind this brother over here. Praise God. I want to say you just clear away, son, for me to get out of this place. Oh, God, give us love. You know, some churches, they're doctrinally right, but they don't have any love. I heard years ago about a a young fellow that had made a mistake and his girlfriend and him, and they had some ecumenical meeting and all these preachers came in and just about crucified those kids. They didn't have much love. Oh, love people. The Lord wants me to tell this church tonight, love people that are down in outers, people that are in a mess, people that are bound, people that are hurting, people that have failed the Lord. Jesus met people and loved people that nobody else loved. I said, nobody else loved them. I'll say to this church tonight prophetically, if you will love the people nobody else loves, God will connect you with people everybody would like to be connected with. If you'll love people others have given up on, if you'll love people that keep others pass by, God will connect you with supernatural, divine connections. One time I was at a camp meeting, and I didn't have a prestigious church. I had been to that camp meeting, and, you know, it was a faith meeting everybody was believing for mighty things and my old van that i had drove to that meeting we were going into the fellowship place and it looked like it caught on fire i mean smoke was billowing out of the front of it and i mean i was in i was embarrassed they had to have it hauled off to a place to be worked on. I'd spend all my money just to get to the camp meeting. I didn't have money to fix my vehicle. I mean, I was not doing too good. That happened to me one time, and I was at that camp meeting once, and there was a man that came and preached, and he preached on being uncommonly common, and his name was Pastor Peter Dosick. And after that service, Pastor Dosick talked to me for probably 15 or 20 minutes in the lobby of the church. And I can tell you it wasn't that I could do that much for him, it wasn't that, boy, I got to get to know that Mark Dunfee, but he was I felt the love of God come on my life from him and I've never ever been the same i'm asking you tonight not to jump higher and i hope you jump i'm i, I hope you dance that whole hymn of the church but i'm asking god see you knew that you've been listening to sinful music you showed it right there it was just a t- just a joke but <laughs> but god tonight i hope you get so filled with the love of god If your husband's not saved, I hope you go home tonight from church and instead of greeting him with, why'd I marry a heathen? Mother told me not to do it. My God, I made my bed. Now I've got to lay in it. Why don't you just give him a big wet kiss and he'll say, what on earth got into you at church tonight? I think I'll go next Sunday. The love of God oh that God will help us to love people well is that what we're looking for in our church you're looking for souls you're looking for people we were in our tent meeting in Zephyr Hills recently and it extended and went about two weeks and there was a man that came one night in Florida and he reeked of alcohol And I saw him go down front, his hands were raised, and he got saved, and he was crying. And as the service went on, you couldn't even smell alcohol on him anymore. And we were so happy, and we tried to show him love. I found out the other day that about a week after that tent meeting, he was crossing a busy road and was struck by a vehicle and killed. That was probably his only chance to ever find Jesus. But thank God I'll see him in heaven someday. The blood of Jesus took his sins away. And I came to encourage you to love people. I came to encourage you tonight to love the backslider. You know there's enough backsliders within just a few miles of this place to pack this church out people that used to go to church people that got hurt people that gave up people that their mother prayed for them but for some reason or another uh, they you know they didn't have a pastor Kylan they didn't have an only believe church to go to and they stubbed their toe they messed up something went wrong I want you to love on them, I want you to say, Jesus, bring broken-hearted people into this church, and we're not going to judge them. We're not going to look down on them. Whenever I see someone that's really messed up, I try to say, "But for the grace of God, that could be me. But for God's grace, I could be in that predicament." I remember one time a pastor that I knew. He had had some trouble in his church, and they sued him, and they arrested him, and he got put in jail. And I remember people in that area, he was fairly prominent. They were smoking that situation like a foot-long cigar, and I mean, everyone was talking about it, and it was no big deal, but I felt led of the Lord to go visit him in jail. And I remember going in there. He was in an orange jumpsuit, this precious man. And he'd made a mistake, but I remember putting my hand out on the glass and he put his hand out and I just stood there and cried and I felt bad for him. You know, and I'm not lifting myself up, but we need to have compassion on people. We need to love people. You know, the Lord's done something in my heart that... Uh, You know, know, I don't just love Republicans. Hallelujah. (laughs) Amen. If you're a Democrat here tonight, we'll cast that out of you. No. Amen. You know, some people, I'm just joking. It's just a joke. But, you know, some people act like if Jesus were alive today, surely he would be a right-wing Republican. Hallelujah. And only be loving one side of the fence. I don't preach politics because Jesus needs to save everybody. Franklin Graham came to Augusta, Maine, our state capitol, and he stood up in front of a huge crowd of people and said, I want to say something, frankly. I am very disappointed in the Democratic Party. And people screamed and hooted. And then he said, I want to say something else. Frankly, I'm very disappointed in the Republican Party. And they were quite quiet. You know what? Only, only revival will turn America around. Only salvation will turn America around. Now listen, I know we got some problems. I mean, my grandfather was born in 1913, and he always voted Republican, and he's been in heaven 10 years and in this last election, he voted Democratic twice. <laughs> and I'm very disappointed in him. I <laughs> keep meditating on that since then. But, you know, listen, we've got to get me and my brother on the second row. That struck him broadside. But, hallelujah. we got to love people, love people, walk in love. Got to love people in the church. Anyone bug you in the church? Just look straight ahead. <laughs> hey man, have you ever been hurt in church? If you haven't, just keep coming. Praise God. Now you know I'm not sure. It feels like to me this is a perfect church. I don't know, but you know, if you lived here long enough, there might be someone here that's not perfect. Turn to your neighbor and say, "Is it you? Is it you?" But I want to encourage you to walk in love, to forgive people, to forget, to let things go. It's so important that we walk in love. My favorite story about Billy Graham is that Jim Baker, some of you aren't old enough, but he's a precious man. He was in prison. and They said to him one day, someone wants to see you. He said, who would be to see me? And it was Billy Graham came to see him. And Brother Jim, he said, look, you don't want to come see me. He said, this will be hard on your ministry. And Billy Graham said, don't you think a thing about it i'm here to see you because i love you and god loves you and i'm praying for you and do you know when brother jim got out of prison he was homeless and franklin graham gave him a place to sleep and a home to stay in when you're down you'll find out who loves you for you win the lottery tomorrow you'll have friends you never knew you had hallelujah you know, one pastor, his wife won mega bucks, and it was quite embarrassing, and the TV camera came and wanted to hear all about it and he said now what my wife has done is not right she should not have done this and this is not right what she's done but he said the Bible says if we confess our sins he's so willing and able to cleanse us from all unrighteousness (laughs) hallelujah walk in love with people your love walk is the curtain rod that holds everything else and if your love walk is not the way that it should be nothing else will fit your faith will not work right if you're not walking in love i'm going to say that again your faith will not work right if you don't walk in love have you ever felt like lord anybody up there Uh, can you hear me amen i'm down here lord you remember my address? Probably I'm the only one that's ever felt that way. But whenever you sense that, ask yourself, am I walking in love? Is there anyone I need to forgive? Is there something that I need to let go? You know, in Maine, it's the land of the lobster. And it's some of the prettiest country in the world. But boy, there's some people sometimes they got long elephant memories. I want to encourage you. If something has happened to you that has hurt you, to let it go and to walk in love. I mean, if Brother Bill, if owed you $100 tonight and you knew Jesus was coming at midnight, I mean, you'd say, Brother Bill, look, let's just forget all about that. I mean, we're not going to let $100 stand between our fellowship. You'd want to make sure everything was right with God, wouldn't you? And I think we need to keep short accounts with God You know if you're married have you ever had your wife something just seemed a little little chilly you know that happened to debbie and i once in 87 but since then it's uh, i'm joking but you know you go to bed and you say is anything wrong dear nope And then you go to sleep and you feel something in your ribs. So you're just going to go to sleep, huh? Well, you said everything was okay. Sometimes you need a little talk with Jesus, makes it right. And a little talk with your woman will make it right. You got to forgive one another, you got to let things go. Well, you know, there's nobody here going through this. Well, just step up and get vaccinated, and if you ever do go through something, hallelujah, you'll know that you can walk in love. I've had times, and I need this in my life, where the love of God got on me. And I loved people that I ordinarily wouldn't love. And I forgave people and I let things go we need to have God's love operating in our life I want to encourage you tonight to love your family your pastor isn't this way but I've seen pastors that they helped everyone else and their own family I don't know if they really did right by them love your family love your wife love your husband can i hear an amen debbie amen just just love your loved ones i can show you gray-haired people that their eyes light up when they hear about a little talk about a little farm during the great depression And they may not have had much of this world's goods. And maybe they didn't even know they were poor till someone told them they were at school. But they talk in such wonderful terms because of the love that their mother or grandfather or grandmother showed to them. Walk in love tonight. Amen, we're gonna set up a little blood transfusion thing after church, and you just let them put a blood transfusion on you. Can you say amen? Sister pastor, I've never helped anyone that I didn't love. I've never, I mean, when early in my ministry, I used to get up, and I was a 24-year-old pastor, and I was the fourth pastor that that church had had in five years. And the church turned 75 years old when I was there. And I can tell you, I used to give people Bible beatings and beat on them, and they got high just like a rhinoceros. And God helped me, though. I thought I was there to change them, but they taught me a lot of things. And I learned to love the unlovable. I learned to love people that uh, had problems, praise God. God, I heard about a pastor one time. He had a vision of his church, and it was a hospital operating room, and it was so clean, so scrubbed, so perfect, and someone came in that was so injured, and someone in that vision was screaming, don't mess up our operating room. Listen, the church is for people that have problems. Now, I had a few times pastoring where I'd say, God, could you just give me some normal people? Just a few normal people to come in turn to your neighbor and say, are you normal? I don't know what normal is tonight, but I know if you will walk in love, God will bless you. This church, the day will come where you'll have to have more than one service in this building. The day will come where you won't fit all the people in this building. And the greatest thing that's going to draw them in is the love of God. And people loving Jesus, and people loving each other, and people loving the poor, people loving the down and outer, and the up and outer. Jesus, give us a fresh touch of your love tonight. The Lord, uh, go, let the love of God get on you. Let the love of God help you to let something go. Well, I've been hurt, Brother Mark. Jesus will help you get over it. God's bigger than a, your divorce. He's bigger than your bankruptcy. He's bigger than your childhood. He you know, I wish everyone had a perfect life. I wish everyone had never had a problem. And I'm not trying to be crude or too graphic, but I heard Joyce Meyer on National TV say this one time. She said that growing up, her father probably raped her 200 times. Can you imagine? And she said that she got married to a man, and he started being unfaithful to her. She was 18 years old. She had just got married to get out of the house. She had a child, and she was at a hotel room all by herself with no money and had to call her father to come back home. I mean, she'd had a hard life, but Jesus saved her. And while she was making her bed one day, the Holy Spirit said to her, I'm going to give you a large cassette tape ministry. Well, she sure got it. Hallelujah. And God has raised her up and using her in a powerful way. But I know for a fact that she forgave her father. I know when he was an old man, she took care of him. She helped him get saved. She baptized him in water. She had his teeth fixed. She showed him the love of God. You couldn't do that without Jesus flowing through you. And I say this to you, sister, pastor, that you'll have chances to get bitter but you won't hallelujah you'll have chances you know sometimes people you put so much in them but never get big, bitter your eyes are on jesus praise god i've had a few times where i started to get bitter and debbie would say no I, I think that person likes you at the church i think when they threw that hymn book at you they didn't mean to they just got elbow turrets or something hallelujah You know, Debbie always thinks the good about people, but don't you let the devil get you to meditate and, well, I wonder, should I, where are they coming? No, we're going to love people, and guess what? Even if someone doesn't love us, God will protect us. Praise! I don't think you'll do it, but if every one of you start chanting at me, you're the antichrist and lead me out to the edge of town, I wouldn't be very happy. And I'd have to say to Eric Smith, you know, I thought that was a nicer church than it was. But uh, but you (laughs) you know what? If somebody doesn't like you, you hold your peace and let the Lord fight your battle and walk in the love of God. I'd like to tell you, you'll never be tested. But it wouldn't be right. I'd like, you know, nowadays, every kid gets a trophy. Everybody wins. I mean, nowadays, there's no one loses, but God, you know, if you, God's not that way. He'll let you take first grade 10 years if you want. Thank you for those amens. Praise God. But we have to pass the test. And the test is the love, love God. I can't imagine why the Lord had me preach this, but I know he had sent me with this message. I've had times where the Lord brought people into my life just so I'd pass the test. And then when I passed the test, they weren't there anymore. Some people come into your life for a reason. Some people come into your life for a season. Some people are divine connections that are forever and this church has one of the most outstanding pastors and out his wife is outstanding you folks are just uh, blessed and this pastor is just what the doctor ordered pray i said he's just what the doctor ordered he'll love you and bless you thank god love your pastor good pastors don't grow on trees pray i'm going to tell you that again good pastors do not grow on trees and the lord would have me say this to you and i'm not going to be much longer just another hour or so i'm just joking but i want you to love yourself even when you've made a mistake i'm going to say that again love yourself even when you've made a mistake. I remember many years ago, it's been close to 30 years ago, Debbie and I had two children, and we wanted more kids. We had wanted more kids for seven or eight years. And a preacher came by, and I just said to him one day, do you know anywhere we could adopt a child? Yes, I do, Somewhere, someone in Philadelphia. And he called them, and they said, fly on down here. So I did. And these this guy had a child and he said you need to decide right now if you want to adopt this child. I mean like that day if you want to adopt this child you've got to let us know. And it was a little boy who was oh I don't know 7 years old and he was a little older than my son and with a lot of emotion and thinking, boy, I had him fly home with me. And when he saw my son, he was a little mean to my son. And and, I, and then the little guy that came home with me, he had some problems. Uh, I found out he'd been sexually abused. And I was putting my... I had missed it. I went over to the little country church I pastored and thought, oh, and I learned something from that day forward. I never make big decisions with a lot of emotion fast. You know, some people, you got to decide right now. No, I don't. I'm going to pray about it. Well, you know, you got to let me know. No, we're just going to see what the Lord has to say. And I, and I had to take that little guy back to the airport. He was calling me dad. He'd only been with me a day or two, but I knew I was out of the will of God. I had missed it. The people where I'd got the little guy, they were mad and they were upset and bent out of shape. And I laid my hand on that little dude's head and said, Jesus, help him. And let him fly back. And I pray that God helped him. But, Boy, you're all looking at me funny. I guess I'm the only one's ever missed it. Praise God. I guess I'm the only one that ever stubbed my toe. Well, I missed it there. But God taught me some things. Praise God. God will love yourself if you've missed it. Well, I, I shouldn't have done that. And, no, just say, Jesus, forgive me and move on hallelujah i'm sure pastor kylan wouldn't do that i'm sure that you folks you'll but if you'll walk by faith and walk in love and be humble the lord will bless your socks off I'm asking tonight that Jesus will give you fresh love. Love what Jesus loves. Love what God loves. Love yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. Oh, it's wonderful to have faith. It's wonderful to have hope. But hear me tonight, the greatest attribute in your life is the love of God. How many of you would like to have more love in your life? Praise God. More love. Glory. This guy's a great guitar player. Stand up and raise your hand. I want to pray for you. Hallelujah. You're a great man. Look at me. But something has bothered you. Something's made you a little mad and upset, but Jesus is fixing that. Jesus, I don't know what it is, but Jesus is healing it. Jesus is working it out. And I tell you that the Lord has his hand on you, and you let some things go, and the Lord is getting ready to bless you and to do something wonderful in your life. I feel like the Lord has been withdrawing you a little bit from some people, but he's going to connect you with divine connections like you've never had. (laughs) Ha! I don't know what happened, but somebody put a kind of a spear in you, and we pull that out tonight in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Lord would say to you, quit thinking so much. Quit meditating on some things so much. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Just let it go. you yes. have been having a little bit of some crazy dreams. No more. Come here, no more in Jesus' name. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. Brother, stand up. I want to pray for you. Hallelujah. The Lord is going to bless you financially, and it's going to be wonderful. And if you'll continue to walk in love and follow the leadings of the Spirit, follow the promptings of the holy ghost the lord's getting ready to bless you i speak over you in the name of jesus that the lord will take you to a whole new level that the lord will lift you up praise god look at me the lord's called you to be an armor bearer hallelujah to this pastor amen amen you ever watched braveheart them people right on the front line their faces are painted hallelujah that, you see he knows and they got a big hammer or that's you in this church hallelujah and the lord shall lead thee and the lord shall guide thee and the lord will bless you it'll be wonderful in jesus name hallelujah hallelujah can i pray for you come up here i want to pray for you amen just stand there I don't know anything about you but Debbie come help me pray for this girl hallelujah raise your hands Been some kind look at me some kind of a heaviness in your spirit but in Jesus name we break that off you I don't know that I should call it depression but just a heaviness and the Lord tonight touches your spirit and does something in you he's head somebody has said something about you and somebody you've tried to please them but no more in the name of Jesus we command that to leave you in the name of Jesus you're one of the nicest persons here you're one of the kindest people here you're one of the most loyal people here but the Lord is changing the way you see yourself He's changing the way you see yourself. You're going to see who you are. Amen. And I reach right back into some things years ago, some situations years ago, and we break that in Jesus' name. Amen. (laughs) Debbie hug her. She's too young for me to hug. Amen. hallelujah that wonderful jesus is working in her life jesus is moving hallelujah my friend back here with the tank top shirt on god bless you you know i don't know what it is but there's some kind of a situation and the lord's working it out i don't know if it's legal I don't know if it's credit. I don't know. But I speak that the Lord is fixing that for you. And that is going to be taken care of and worked out, and it won't hold you back. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I would encourage you, I know you will, stick with the ship. Praise God. Stick with the ship. I would not jump in the shark-infested waters. Stick with the ship. Praise God. And you will be a blessing. I said you will be blessed, and you will be a blessing in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah in Jesus' name this wonderful man here i want to pray for you father heal this man tonight in jesus name this is a wonderful man and i speak that you would heal him touch this heart tonight and strengthen it in the name of jesus hallelujah and may it just pump stronger and more powerful i speak to everything with this blood sugar that it would be perfect in the name of the lord jesus i just break the spirit of Death, and that you're going to live and have an extended life in the name of Jesus. Amen. I speak that you'll live to see revival hit this place, that you'll live to see an outpouring, that you'll live to see a quickening of God's Spirit. Yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. Soreness come out of this body. Hallelujah. Every joint, every bone be healed in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. I pray tonight, brother, for your stomach. In Jesus' name, (laughs) amen. Acid reflux, no more. I've always liked, and it's they went their way the Lord. Amen. And I just speak that you get better, better, better. Hallelujah. What a nice lady here to be. Amen. I mean, a wonderful woman. I just feel to encourage you that just put touch the side of your head. That just touch the side of your head a little i speak that you'll always have your mind i just want to encourage you you'll always have your mind you're not gonna lose your mind you're not gonna have your cognitive ability whatever that means you'll always have it don't let anyone tell you well you're sleeping well no you've always been smart and you're gonna stay smart hallelujah Hallelujah. I mean, you've always been cultured, refined, a wonderful lady, and the Lord tonight does something so that it continues in your life. Glory. Well, you you got quite a personality. Hallelujah. And we just thank God for you. Amen. (laughs) Really? Does he need to go to the altar over? I'm just joking. Hallelujah. Amen. Brother, I just want to tell you this, too. You haven't made all the money you're going to make. You still are going to be able to dicker, trade a little, horse trade. Now, what do you take for that? And why don't I buy it for this and sell it for twice that? The Lord has his hand on you. The Lord has his hand on you. This sister here that sings, stand up. Amen. You're just uh, do something to the spaghetti sauce here. Hallelujah. Raise your hands. Hallelujah. The Lord will give you a gift to help people that are hurting. You'll be able to have compassion on them, and you'll be able to help them to walk in peace. And we pray the blessing of Jesus on you, and the fire of God, and the anointing of Jesus to come on you in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And I don't know what it is, but I just feel like there are some people that tripped up, messed up, and God's going to help you to reach out to them and to bless them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know what you do for work. What do you do for work? Amen. Praise God. Well, I hope you do that as long as you want to do it. But you've been praying for some more money, and the Lord is going to work that out for you and bless you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 My friend back there running the knobs with the cross, stand up and just raise your hands. Hallelujah. Amen, come over here. I want to lay my hand on you. Praise God. Amen. I can can see you're a young man. You're strong, but there's been this tiredness come on you. And I command it to leave you in the name of Jesus. Praise God. And I feel to tell you this some... Sins of your youth, I want to remind you, the Lord doesn't hold that against you anymore. You're covered by the blood. Hallelujah, and you're going to be a conduit to bring a lot of people into this church. But I speak in Jesus' name that you sleep better at night and that sometimes some thoughts you have, we break that in Jesus name) <laughs> In Jesus' name. Uh, just one more thing. Just raise your hands. Sometimes you get a sense of bad things, but no more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, what if, no more. Just you're gonna just have a sense of, boy, my life's getting better and better. Better gooder gooder. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. That handsome guitar player there. <laughs> Amen. You're a really good singer. Amen. You sing, you sing so good that I actually thought to myself tonight, are they playing a track? Amen. It's true. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stand up. And raise your hand. Amen. You want me to tell you what the Lord told me to tell you? The Lord's pleased with you. The Lord loves you. But look at me. The Lord wants you. I would just want to warn you about one thing. The Lord wants you to stay teachable. Amen. (laughs) You're a little bullheaded. Hallelujah. I mean, when you lock in, that's it. Hallelujah. Hey, and then that's wonderful. You know, we got, oh, keep your hands up. You can do it. <laughs> Amen. But, you know, we we got enough wishy-washy people. Thank God you've got a backbone. But I would encourage you to stay teachable and to let the Lord develop you into what he has caused your destiny to be. Hallelujah. And I don't know anything about you, but hallelujah, someday god has called you up to be a leader in this house god has chosen you to be a pillar in this house but someday something will go on here and you may not agree with it i don't mean it'll be bad but just stay in your lane hallelujah and be humble and the lord will exalt you hallelujah amen i hope he doesn't want to fight after church or nothing i'll Hallelujah. But I love this young man. This young man. How many of him would you like in the church? Hallelujah. 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 I pray finances come into your life. I pray that the Lord give you back some things that the locusts and canker worm took away. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Betotare ketandi birandi bahataha. Jesus' name. You're a wonderful man. I, I feel like you may have a couple. A fresh baptism of your love tonight. A fresh baptism of your love. Amen. Hallelujah. Say that with me. Say, Lord Jesus, give me a fresh baptism of your love. You see the sun shining on you? You know what that means? That means you're supposed to go to Africa. No, that's just a joke. That's just a joke. (laughs) Well, look at her. She's the only one in the congregation that that she's the chosen one. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) You are a wonderful girl, and the anointing is on you, and the blessing of Jesus is on you, and God's favor is on you in such a powerful way. You will be outstanding. Everything you do will be blessed. You'll be a mighty woman of God in the days ahead, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah! 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 I just want to say one more thing and then I'm going to be done. But I mean, if someone was out front of the church on the steps selling the wacky weed, you wouldn't like that would you you'd have to talk to them you'd have to say look we love you but that ain't right hallelujah I mean if someone during the offering stole five bucks out of the offering you'd say now that's God's money and we can't have that right if someone maybe you wouldn't no I'm just joking but if someone just whacked one little kid one time You'd say, you can never be working in children's church. You know, those are all hot spots, right? But I want to encourage this church. Strife is a bad thing. And I don't think you have strife. I don't think you have any of it. But keep it out. Amen? Keep it out of your life. Don't walk in strife. Don't allow things to just wind you up. Praise God. What's this sister's name right here? Jenny? What a wonderful lady. Let's sing. To be like Jenny, to be like Jenny, all I am. I mean, she's a wonderful woman. How many of her would you like to have in the church? Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 The Lord has set you in this place. The Lord has promoted you in this place. You didn't see this coming, but look at what the Lord has done. Look at how the Lord has raised you up. And it's just the beginning. You're not to compare yourself to any other one else, anyone else, but the slingshot that Jesus gave you. Hallelujah will kill the lion and the bear and Goliath. Hallelujah. Lord, bless this sister. Encourage her. And we thank you for her vision and her husband. And bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. And amen. And amen. And amen. And amen. Thank you for letting me come tonight. Amen. And if you have love, you're not going to knock each other out of the way and get to the strawberries. before. I'm just just a joke. (laughs) You know, I've just lost 50 pounds, and I'm thanking Jesus for it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We praise God for that. How many of you will pray for us in the days ahead? Amen. And uh, whatever Jesus speaks to you to sow into God's work tonight, you obey the Lord and we thank you for your kindness and see debbie get a book tonight and i'm telling you what i have such an expectancy about this church and what jesus is doing the greatest thing you can have in your life is god's love bless you sister yes
1: well thank you so much well guys we're going to take up an offering for um brother Markin and his wife. So um, do you have, okay, Mike's coming. Was I too fast, Mike? (laughs) So we're going to go ahead. I would like you guys, if you brought anything, just come on up and we want to bless them. Okay. I want to bless them for coming and speaking to us tonight. Okay. Third
0: time
1: down. <laughs> well thank you guys so much. And honestly, that word about uh I, that is Kylan's heart is to love this. Kid. That's his that's his mantra actually. So for you to say that is just that's awesome. So thank you so much for coming in and um, the ministry time. That was that was fantastic. There was a lot of a lot of good stuff. So I thank you. Well thanks guys and go ahead and check out the books. Where are they at? Oh look, oh look. Kylan's here. What'd you say? He said. He said. Let's restart. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you so much, and we'll see you Sunday. Right, everyone? Yes. Okay.